school of life. He is here talking about stuff and whatever's going on in his brain. You know it is 100% Bridget. All right, here I am. It's me talking about something. And if you listened to what was going on last week, I, I, I did a thing called Watching Christmas Unfold, and I kind of talked about it from... <laughs> from the, you know, watching the tree go up and all that kind of stuff. And I mentioned something about Mary and Joseph. So this is Watching Christmas Unfold 2. So this is the first time I'm just going to open up with a title and that because I kind of had this planned out. So, which is not normal for me. Normally I'm very random. So we'll actually see what comes out of my mouth. So guess what? In every chain of events that starts to unfold, there must first be a yes. Now, I know that sometimes chain of events just start and we don't think that there's a yes, but a lot of times we open up our door to a certain chain of events and that's what happens actually with the Christmas story. So the Christmas story pretty much starts in Luke 1. That's where that's where it is read most often. I'll let you go read it. Luke 1 verses 30 through 35. And this is basically where the angel comes <laughs> comes to Mary and says, you're going to have a baby. <laughs> so, and Mary was engaged. That means not married yet. So she was actually engaged to Joseph. And in the verse is stated that she had not known a man. She goes, well, I have not known a man. How am I supposed to have a baby if I have not known a man? So what she's saying there is I have not had sex yet, but I'm betrothed to this dude. Betrothed means engaged. And the angel tells her that, but you know what? You're going to have a baby by the power of the Holy Spirit. And when this happens, and she just says, okay. <laughs> and I know the Bible actually says, you know, you are highly favored. And she goes through a bunch of stuff. The angel tells her, don't be afraid. This is not so. So she was actually living in, a, in, a, in, in the good way. She was not with any other men or anything like that. She was truly a virgin. And she's sitting there telling the angel, you know what? I have not been with a man. Now, <laughs> if I was engaged to a woman and we had not had sex yet, I'm going to look at this from Joseph's point of view in this particular chain of events. And, <laughs> and, and I get the news that my girlfriend, my fiance is pregnant. I might become a little irate. I'm pretty sure most men would. You're what? I haven't put nothing anywhere in order for that to happen. <laughs> So Joseph's fiance says, hey, well, guess what? You know, well, you know, the Holy Spirit's giving me a baby. That's the best excuse on the earth. Get, now, get, yeah, okay. That sounds like a good excuse to be pregnant. Why not? Most men would believe that, right? Most men would believe, yeah, you know what? Oh, yeah, the Holy Ghost. <laughs> so I'm just trying to make put this into some kind of like really interesting perspective because there's a lot of things that could have happened. You know, if you go back and you look in Deuteronomy and you look in Leviticus, if you're engaged or, you know, not married yet and your betrothed person has sex with another person, um, they had the right according to the law. Cause let me throw this in here real quick. It was this little disclaimer is we all, we, we, we look at the Bible and it says the new Testament. Well, there's actually a 400-year gap between the old, what we call the Old Testament and what we call the New Testament. So they're living by the laws of the old ways because Jesus actually hasn't died on the cross yet. So we're still looking at Levitical law and we're looking at the stuff that happened through Deuteronomy and Exodus and all the stuff that was written down in all of those Old Testament books. So here's <laughs> basically they're going, 
Well, Joseph is like, well, <laughs> you can't be pregnant. I'm going to have to take you out to the street and stone you. He has that option. And actually in the verse, I think it's in a... I'm going to read this out of the the living tra- the not the new living tra- the, the the passion translation, and it says this is a this is a Matthew one eighteen through twenty five. Um, this is how Jesus, God's anointed one, was born. So this is actually the, the out of Matthew the Matthew's account. His mother Mary had had promised Joseph to be his wife, but while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Her fiancé, Joseph, was a righteous man, full of integrity, and he didn't want to disgrace her. But when he learned of her pregnancy, he secretly planned to break the engagement. Check that out. The New King James Version says it says it like while he was thinking about this. So he was here's Joseph. He's looking at this story, this moment in time, this series of events that's happening. You got some you got some wise men that saw a star, they're on their way over. You got the little drummer boy. No, okay, he wasn't in the Bible story. But you got all this stuff that's happening in the and now this particular thing, if Joseph stones her to death, there's no Jesus. Come on, right? If 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 he says no, this isn't gonna happen they don't need to be counted because he's the man of the house. You catch what's going on here? So all this stuff, if you know the Christmas story, they actually, all these interesting things have to happen. So what happens is this, the, the whole thing would be a wreck. <laughs> so if the whole thing becomes a wreck, God's like, I'm going to send an angel, another angel to Joseph. So jo- see, and this is what you don't read in Luke. This is what you read in Matthew. So he sends an angel when he was still debating with himself about what to do, he fell asleep and had a supernatural dream. An angel from the Lord appeared to him in clear light and said, Joseph, descendant of David, don't hesitate to take Mary into your home as your wife because the power of the Holy Spirit has conceived a child in her womb. She will give birth to a son and you are to name him Savior, Jesus for he is destined to give his life to save the people from his sins. That's Matthew's version in the in the Passion Translation. Now, this is so cool because, so Joseph is like, I, I, I'm going to have to assume that this is one very ticked off dude. He may have been a righteous man. Righteous men get angry. It's okay. And this is exactly what's going on here before Jesus is even born. Just think about these chains of events if they're broken. No donkey ride, no Bethlehem, no manger. The wise men show up to nothing. The star's already in the air. Just think about this for a minute. That's the miracle. That's part of the miracle is trusting God in one of the most strange times in your life. This is just one of the reasons why I love the Bible. So many things have to come into play for all the right things to happen. Jesus comes to earth through a virgin and directly into a situation that could have become out of control. And yet all things work out for good. Literally, all. And work out for everybody. Because without Jesus, we don't have that salvation. This Christmas, think of all the stuff that's that's gone on. Just, just think about all the stuff that's gone on. Just this year has been a trial for so many of us. We have, we have seen the, the economy tank. We've seen some of us have had friends die, you know, from COVID. Some of us have just had family members die for whatever reason, you know. I recently lost a cousin, and I miss him greatly. Um, families have been destroyed. People have committed suicide over this year at, at an alarming rate. 
And yet this is the time of year, Christmas, that we're supposed to be full of joy. And it is. Even the Savior of the world came in different circumstances. His circumstances, he's in the womb. He's in the womb of Mary. And Joseph has every right to, to just kill his, his fiance if you really look at it in, in perspective. And he has to make a decision that, you know what, I'm just going to continue with this thing. I'm going to trust God. And I'm going to trust the angel that came to talk to me. And I'm going to move forward with this. And I'm going to see this through. Now, could you imagine the ridicule? That Mary and Joseph had to, and the flack that Mary and Joseph had to deal with during a nine-month pregnancy? Think about that for a minute. Because everybody else around them is like, well, you know, she was, you know, this was, and, you know, oh, it was the Holy Ghost God gave me. The, you know, could you just imagine what the, the kind of things that are going on and the stress and the turmoil in their lives and the process? But they have to trust God. They have to get counted. They have to get to Bethlehem. They have to get there. At the time of this, it was inappropriate behavior. I'm pretty sure it was a constant struggle from the people all around them. So because two people said yes, they both said yes to God. Because of a yes, to do something outside the ordinary, Jesus came into the earth because of a yes. And dealing with extraordinary circumstances, we see and hear today the gospel of Jesus. Because Mary said, yes, I will, I will carry that baby. And Joseph said, yes, I will not kill my wife. <laughs> and I will be the father of that child on earth. Just think of what you're capable of if you said yes to Jesus. Just think of that for a minute. Just when God talks to you and you're willing to just say, yes, I'm going to do. What kind of miracle can happen? What kind of thing can happen because you were willing to say yes to God. What a time of year to say yes to God because Jesus is the reason. He, he was born in Bethlehem. He died on the cross in Calvary and he did that for your sins. He went through everything. If you think that he didn't go through everything, just think of this child in a womb. He's got to escape to Egypt. He's got to do all kinds of stuff. His parents are dragging him around for all this process <laughs> and he still stays in line with what God has for him to do. I just think that's just such an awesome story. So that's, and that's how the Christmas story, that's a portion of how the Christmas story unfolds. I just think it's one of the most amazing moments in time. If you take these aspects and kind of put them together and realize, you know, what, what did Joseph have to go through? Jesus was raised by a step parent, knowing that God's his father. <laughs> and here's this dude that's being his dad, probably ridiculed his whole life. I could just mention, I could just picture that. Well, the, the law says you could have done this. I, I know I didn't, but this guy one time is going to die on a cross for you. You know, he did, probably couldn't really actually say that part. But you know what I mean? He, he probably could have just said, you know what, forget this whole thing and disappeared and none of this would have happened. You know, he could have taken Mary out and stoned her in the streets according to the law of the time. It's an amazing event of people saying yes to Jesus and saying yes to God and seeing something great happen. So that's what I have to say today. Merry Christmas. Enjoy the rest of the year. I want to shout out some great thank yous to everybody that's been listening to this podcast. 
I am about to hit 200 downloads for this month alone. We just hit 1,000, so now we're about to hit 1,200. It's just so amazing to see and listen to what you guys have to say and, and that, that you're out there listening to me, and hopefully you're getting something out of all this good stuff. I don't know. Like I say, it's whatever's on my brain. So enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your Christmas. Open lots of gifts. Remember, the reason is Jesus, and that's why we're here. Right on, right on. Thank you.